Businessman, I'm a business man. Now let me handle my business. <laughs> real exciting, real dope, real powerful episode mm. today. A real powerful guest. Super powerful. Should we drop the name? Gotta drop the name. Tia Upshaw, man. Mm. You've probably seen her, you've probably heard her. Black women in excellence. You know what I'm saying? Black women in excellence, you know, she's she's took it to another level. A serial entrepreneur. We call ourselves serial entrepreneurs, but Tia Upshaw is a serial entrepreneur. Yeah. Founder of Top-notch cleaners. Yep. Clothing brand. Yep. She's got some apartments mm-hmm. doing Airbnbs. And on a major level. Tia's doing it big. Tia's Tia's boss. Tia Upshaw, not- man, a real unapologetic black woman. Mm. You know what I'm saying? She she come from some shit. Yeah. She been involved in some shit, but she's taken that and turned it into something. Yeah. Take nothing and turn it into something. Yeah, you know I what think I'm saying? Tia is definitely, you know, the 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 definition of, you know, when press, pressure bursts pipes and, and makes diamonds. Yeah. And I think that, you know, you know, after what, what we just experienced in this episode, I think she just showed us the ingredients of a diamond in the rough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. That somebody take nothing and turn, turn it into, into something. something. The ingredients of a good business person is somebody that's able to take adversity and and, and turn it into something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Somebody to take other people's challenges and and make them their own. And, you know, exchange a bag for it. And I think, you know, Tia's really good at that. Like, she she's really good at seeing a problem that she's facing that other people are possibly also facing yep. and then turn it into a bag. You know what I mean? And I, I think she has a really keen eye for seeing the diamonds seeing in the, the rough. Yeah. I, I liked her a lot beforehand, but I, mm. I think I really grew to have a super love for her yeah. after this episode. Just hearing, you know, what she's been through. And, and what she's created. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, the, the the next level of creating black women in excellence and yeah. all the work she's doing there. Um, so, no, this was a real dope episode. You man. know, I, one of the things, and, and, and I mean, some people might, you know, feel differently or whatever, but like real shit, like it reminded me of Harriet Tubman. Mm. You know, like mm-hmm. I had some really shitty circumstances. Yeah. I got out. Yeah. But I just didn't feel comfortable staying out without bringing nobody Ooh. else with me. And she kept going. She keep going back. And bringing more black women mm-hmm. forward. So, you know, I, that's what I felt. That's what that's I seen. You know what I mean? If you want to listen to the modern day Harriet Tubman. In business. In business. Black business in the eastern part of Canada. Black women in business across Canada. Listen to this episode. Yeah. So, here we are. Episode two. Season we got our two. girl Tia. Welcome. Give me a little handshake. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Super happy to have you here. Um, before we get started, this episode and this season is brought to you by Tribe Network. Shout out to the good folks at Tribe, uh, specifically the Black Startup Project, a mm-hmm. project to really help mm-hmm. elevate your business and uh, grow your business, funding opportunities. Check out tribenetwork.ca. Um, some great things happening. And uh, shout out to the tribe. You're a really bad uh, introduction person. This is the <laughs> I'm a businessman. Yes, it is. Yes, it podcast. is. <laughs> but first, yeah. we got to shout the sponsors first immediately. So you got to get the money before you let gotta the people get the, know. Exactly. Right, got to secure the bag you. first. Mm-hmm. Secure the bag yep, first. Yep, but yep. it is I'm a businessman podcast season two. Yes. Um, we're, we're super excited to keep this rolling. Myself and Navelle Provo. Um, you know who I am. Corval Beals. Uh, and we have the great. 
Tia Upshaw. Yes. I don't know about great, but thanks. Yeah. Great. Hey, great. From my point of view, you're great. You're great. Oh, yeah, thank man. Great. You. Thank we guys. wouldn't have you here if you weren't. We okay, we, we, we try to yeah. we try to we try mm-hmm. to bring greatness. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're, we're super excited to have Tia here, uh, the founder of Top Notch Cleaners, Lux Overnights, Coco Clothing. Just a super serial entrepreneur, a real boss, mm. a real boss woman. Um, and we're super excited to have her here. Born and raised here in Halifax, specifically Mulgrave Park. That's Shout what's out the park. Mal Shout Grove, out the park. Mulgrave, MGP. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And um, and then you know most famously, well, I think at least the Black Women in Excellence. Um, so we're real excited to, to have Tia here, uh, chat about her journey, chat up, get to know her story, um, and you know hear how she's built some of these great things and continue to do some great things. Yeah. So, thanks. Thank so you thanks guys. for coming. Thanks for coming. So we're gonna get right into it. I mentioned Mulgrave Park. You grew up here in Halifax. Just tell us tell us a bit about that. What was that like? You know, how'd you grow up? I mean, reality is I grew up good. Uh, mm-hmm. My grandmother raised me, you know, in the church, Kuala Street Baptist Church. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, I had a good upbringing. Honest to God, I can say I did. Uh, I mean, when I got a little bit older as a teenager, that's when the shit mm-hmm. started. You know, I wanted to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and back then, you know, basically I just ran the park, really. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was good growing up, but, you know, when you hit a teenager, you're just like, I'm a bad bitch. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. (laughs) Like, no one's telling me nothing. And, you know, even I raised two of my children in my grave uh, when I had a 14. So, you know, it was just me and him on the steps Mm -hmm. late night. Mm -hmm. Like, it was it was lots of good memories. Lots of them. That's Mm -hmm. what's up. Nice. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Young mom. Yeah. I had him at 14 and my second at 17. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Shoot, 17, I don't even know if I know how to tie my shoes. <laughs> 14. Was, your, your daughter's what, 15? Yeah, I'm yeah. I had a kid at 18. 18. Yeah. See, 18's a prime. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend 14, but my son's 26 now, yeah, and yeah, I just yeah. turned 42. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, like and You guys kind of grow together. We did grow up and, together. Yeah, Me and, yeah. like, that, yeah, he was my first love. Nice. That's yeah. what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll even push it a little bit back, you know, as I, like, kids, man, you know, live your life first. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I learned a lot. Like being a parent, but I also like learned, you know, to have kids later in life. I think you can give kids more. Yes, you, you know can. What I mean? mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. and you get to more, experience a lot more too. You know what I mean? Yeah. But hey, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. When it comes, you gotta take care of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? it is true. Cause I, I'm just gonna jump on that part. Mm-hmm. My two oldest will always say. How come the youngest, her name's Zaria, yeah. how come Zaria gets all this? We mm-hmm. didn't get this. We couldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yo, it's 14 with you and 17 with you. Yeah. I was 26 with her. Yeah, yeah. Whole different I'm world. a whole different person. I'm a whole different my, person. My brothers, they yeah. always say the same thing. So my mom, she had my oldest brother at 16 and then you was, at what, 18? She was 18, yeah. So, but then me and my little sister, we might have came when she was like 26, same type of thing. Yeah. So they're always, man, you don't. You get all of it now. Yeah, you get yeah. a whole new parents. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I watched it. It's like, man, you didn't do you that You go into their hockey young. games and yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I use my two as trial. Mm. The first two was a trial. Yeah. That's why I'm I'm a lot better than him. But. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, though, speaking of like, you know, like trials, um, I think, that's kind of what creates entrepreneurs. It's mm-hmm. just the feeling forward thing. Like, yep. you know what I mean? Like, yep. just not giving up. And um, speaking of entrepreneurs, you know, for me, I've been a fan watching from the sidelines, you know. I don't know you. I know you personally, but I don't know you personally. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, I know who you are. I've, I've known you for a long time, just like, you know, in the community. Like, we just know each other, people. But watching your story develop as an entrepreneur has been quite the, you know, from the sidelines been quite the view. And, um yeah, like tell us a little bit about that. I don't even know where to start. Um, you know, I used to own a hair salon in 2007, and I just opened it because it was 
a popular thing to do. Let's sell some weaves and some tracks and all that stuff. Okay. And I just did it because I had money mm -hmm. from my ex to invest. Opened up a salon. It didn't even work. Like it lasted maybe four years. Closed everything down, sold everything, got my uh, hairstylist positioned in other salons. And I just kind of went back to the same old street shit. Mm -hmm. um, in 2013, me and my ex, we had broke up. After mm -hmm. 20 years, we Jeez. broke up. And um, that's when I hit rock bottom. Mm. Um, I was kind of like back on, not kind of, mm -hmm. I was back on welfare. I was food banking it. I had no vehicle. And if you knew me before that, I always had the best. Like mm -hmm. I was in the clubs every weekend. I was taking trips. My kids were dressed in name brand. I had SUVs. I was just living mm -hmm. that lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I wasn't. My son, my daughter, and myself, my other, my other daughter, three, two daughters and one son, we had to live in the, uh, one bedroom on Creighton Street. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I did that for a year. And then I moved down to Brunswick because that's all I could afford. That's mm -hmm. all welfare was giving me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just woke up one day and I said, this shit, this is done. Like, mm -hmm. something got to fucking get. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't keep walking in the winter down to the food bank because Mulgrave Park is my home. So mm -hmm. they have a food bank there. And, of course, the person who runs it is really, you know, close to my family and close to me. Yes. So she let me come down whenever I needed. I didn't have to wait a week mm -hmm. or two. Mm -hmm. It was like, if you need anything, come now. Pull up. But I was like, this this doesn't make no sense. And then, you know, my son was into the streets, too. So I'm like, okay, he's following me. He's following his father. Mm -hmm. My middle child, you know, I always use this term. To my, that's my proper child because <laughs> she's totally different. Mm -hmm. Kia is like... Nothing like me or her father, yeah, yeah, total yeah, opposites yeah, yeah, of all of us. Yeah. Um, and my my last one was just too young to understand anything. I decided I need to get a job. Couldn't get one because mm. I had a criminal record. Mm. Um, at that time, I would have had uh, 28 convictions under my name. Wow. Literally 28 that time. And oh, you was, you was, you was deep, deep in it. Deep, deep, oh, my God. Deep like, deep yeah, shit. yeah, literally 28 <laughs> convictions then. Wow. And no one would hire me because mm. you have to disclose your criminal record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a pain in the ass. So then I just said, you know what? Deliver newspapers. They ain't mm -hmm. going to ask for no mm -hmm. criminal record mm -hmm. check. They want you at nighttime to throw <laughs> say, newspapers. Say. Mm -hmm. And I did that for about 18 months. And then I was, again, something got to give. I can't deliver newspapers with my five-year-old in the backseat sleeping. Because mm, other kids, night. yeah, the other mm. kids are kind of young. They're not going to babysit her every night. Yeah. So she was always with me. And I said, okay, I love to clean. Mm -hmm. They're not going to ask me for a criminal record check as the owner of a company. Mm, right. Straight. So okay, straight. I started with that company. Hold on. Because pause. That. Say that one again. Yeah. yeah. Say that They're one not going to ask for a criminal record check as the owner of a company. Straight. Mm. That's so it. I knew that. That's mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. You got to become your own boss. Do the limitations, you know, like circumstances. Hey, we all have different circumstances. And I think, you know, if I'm looking for money, if I'm looking for a job and I'm trying to do things the right way yeah. and the opportunities are limited because of my background, mm -hmm. I might have to create mm -hmm. my own opportunities. And I think that's such a great, that's the beauty of entrepreneurship, yeah. especially for black people. I and mean, we all are people that really push it. And I think... That's a big part of the push, the the freedoms that entrepreneurship mm. has. Yeah. You can come to entrepreneurship with anything. Yeah. You can be anyone from anywhere. Yeah. If your business, your brand, you don't even got to know no. who the hell you are. Right. You can't go into the mall or to Apple and, and get a job if you look a certain way yeah. or whatever Absolutely. the case is. Yeah. But anyone can start a business and yeah. be behind a brand. And, and entrepreneurship just has freedom, for yeah. sure. You can Absolutely. build your brand mm -hmm. and business 
We don't know who you are. Yeah, he could be the biggest anyway. killer in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they man, listen, they might <laughs> tap in a little later yeah. and be like, "Oh, what is this? Who we're buying from?" But yeah. right away, yeah, man, you don't know half the products we got on. We don't know who the person right is. Right? right? No. Yeah, you I don't. don't. Yeah, I don't know who made these headphones. Exactly. Even if I know, no who made idea. Them, I don't know who owns the. Business. And I might not even care. Yeah, the product's great. Let's do it. Yeah. And right? I am 100% on board with that because mm-hmm. that's why I did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a couple of clients, probably both. I've been in business with Top Notch Cleaners nine years, July 2nd. So Saturday. Congrats. Congrats. Thank you. Nice. Huge. Thank you. Huge. And nine years. five years in, I went to a client's house to deal with a situation. Mm-hmm. Cleaner broke something. And they were like, oh, you're Tia? And I'm like, absolutely, I'm mm-hmm. Tia. Mm-hmm. So you're Tia, Tia, the owner of the company. <laughs> and I was like, yes, can mm-hmm. I come in? Mm-hmm. And she was like, so you're not the manager. Like, you are the official owner. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. She literally could not. I don't know if I, because I put the white voice on on the yeah, phone. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. She just could not imagine the owner was this black girl. Mm. No, no. And it always blows people away. And then, you know, we're going into, two years ago, I started Black Women in Excellence. And I really started coming to the forefront about who I was. Nice. Because I want to motivate other black women to get out of their way. That's right. Mm. You know what I mean? And at that point, a lot of my clients were like, the fuck? Yeah, so on? we've we've been with this lady and her cleaning company all this time. Every two weeks her staff are in our house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's been in our house. Yeah. She's right. been around our family, kids, pets, everything. Right. And she's a criminal. Right. She has right. a criminal record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, How yeah. did we not know that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I only lost one client. Um, and that's her issue, not mine. Mm. Sure is. You know what I mean? So I let it go. I didn't even push the issue. But other than that, everybody else was just like, girl. Yeah. 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 Congratulations. I think, you know, the world, especially in, like, um, Canada, North America, I think the world is more forgiving than people think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially if you do right. Like, you know, we, we like I said, due to circumstances, we get we get our hands dirty in different industries. And um, I think that, you know, when that desire of change exists and I'm able to take all my experiences and create something that, like, you don't even know no better unless I tell you. And I think yeah. the other part of it is like having the integrity to be able to say like, look, this is who I am. I ain't hiding who I am. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is what I'm capable of. This is who I am. Yep. You decide. And if you choose Absolutely. not to, no problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So that's, you know. Really- and I, I think, you know, it's it's a huge part, especially in, in the black community. When we think of criminals, mm. you know, the criminals I know are, are, are great people. Mm. Right. A lot of us are <laughs> have been in criminals life, but it's not. It, it was a necessity. It was a need. Shit, yeah. You're going to yeah. the food bank. You yeah. know, you living in all of us. We, we, yeah. We're in these predicaments. We don't have many options. Yeah. So that was a necessity. It wasn't that I was a bad person, you know, whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. It's just here were my circumstances. I made the most of my circumstances. Now I'm not trying to do that no more. Yeah, Absolutely. Right? So that's not a real reflection of, you know, when you think of criminal and all this, yeah. this type of thing. And right? I mean, I think, too, like, you know, like I, I come from a criminal background. Um, you know, fortunately, I haven't been, you know, convicted of anything other oh, than other God. than mm-hmm. other than weed. Mm-hmm. I, I got convicted of, of weed in 2014. Now, right. Ain't that um, some shit. Exactly. Um, but, you know, like I just I was fortunate to not really spend a lot of time um, incarcerated. But the thing is that, like, the whole time that I was involved in street shit, like, I still, you know, was heavily involved in community. I still did all the things that I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. It's just how I earned money yeah. was different. You know what I mean? And so, like, my character and all of those things still existed. I was the exact same person. It's just my job essentially was, yeah. you know, illegal activity. Yeah. And so, you know, I think that's kind of the piece of it is, like, 
You know, and I and like I didn't even really know. Like, shit, I didn't know you had twenty eight convictions or none of that shit like <laughs> yeah. that. But, well, that was then. Yeah, now we yeah. have no, no, thir- no, now no. we have thirty two. Right. Because that 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 in two thousand thirteen two thousand fifteen I only had twenty eight, but I put off an outstanding charge. Mm. I kept trying to hide from it. Yeah. And then when I started my business, everything was going good. I'm like, I got to deal with this shit. Yeah. So yeah. I went back. Told my lawyer, let's go back. Let's just set, let's just yeah. get a sentence. And then sure enough, they gave me like a year host arrest. Nice. So in 2018 and 19, when people seen me, you wouldn't even realize I had a fucking bracelet on my ankle. Right, right, right. For right, a whole right. year. Wow. No one really knew. You said from, 2019? Yes. Yeah. I had to finish off my last charge. And that would have been like less than three years yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. So I kind of started watching your journey. And I had an ankle about, bracelet on. Yeah. yeah when did bracelet. you start Black Women in Excellence? 2020. Okay. So, so when it came off that summer. So right before then, though, I think I started following your entrepreneur. I, I kind of stumbled across you on Facebook, and you had started being vocal about entrepreneurship. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah, like at that time, I wouldn't have known. Right. No right? And here I am just watching, you know, just watching the videos and just hearing you talk about business and, and, and hearing you talking about empowering people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, if you limit yourself, and, and the thing about this show, like, you know, we created this show to, to for the viewers not all of our viewers are the same, but for some of the viewers that are watching, like, man, like, you sitting at home and you thinking, like, oh, I could never do this mm-hmm. shit. Oh, I could oh, never I'm on create a business. Arrest. Oh, I got a charge. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this. Like, oh, that. When you drop oh, the I'm excuses. in the streets. Yeah. Right? Or it could like, be opposite. Oh, she looks a certain way, like I was saying when yeah, I first yeah, come yeah. in. Yeah, I look like this when most people see me. Yeah. But, you know, this is not always how I look. Right. Yeah. You know, right, I never right. had, you know, the home and the nice vehicles and, mm-hmm. you know, able mm-hmm. to do what I want to do now financially. Yeah. So, you know, even though... I, I allow people to know what they know. Yeah. Like when I have an ankle bracelet, my youngest daughter didn't even know mm. it was ankle bracelet. I told her it was a calorie counter. Mm. <laughs> she found out just last year because wow. my son had one on. Mm. And he was telling her, and she was like, Mom, I remember you telling me that was yeah, a calorie yeah. counter. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. had an ankle bracelet. Yeah. So I said to her, now it's time for me to talk to you and let you know right. Yeah. Right. what yeah. your yeah. mom was into all these years. And I think it's important to own who you are. You know what I mean? Like because these are the ingredients that you know, this is what created me. This is me. These mm-hmm. are the things mm-hmm. that when I'm presenting myself forward to you, had not been for these struggles, these tribulations, I wouldn't be able to package who I am yeah. to be able to know how to fit Absolutely. you. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And, that, and that's a, you know, a, a great segue. We actually we did an episode once about, you know, talking about his life in the streets and, mm-hmm. and you know, a lot of our, our lives and how we can transfer skills and all that stuff. Um, and, you know, I guess my question is, you know, for you coming from the streets, what type of things do you think transferred from your life in the streets to business? How, how did you make that transition? What, what did that look like for you? Uh, the biggest thing, the first thing was knowing how to put money back into my business immediately. Mm. It's just, like, just like drugs. Yeah. Yeah. You got to flip Re-up. that money. You got to keep putting it in, keep putting it in. Mm-hmm. So for me, it wasn't hard to like, you know, get, you know, a client and then go spend that money that day. Yeah. Oh no, it was going back I'm into the business back in. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't hard because I did, that for you years. That right, right, so right, I understood right. it. And always having a hustle, no matter what happens, you come back. You come straight, back. Straight, you come back. Straight. It doesn't stop. So yeah. you get up again. You, you just keep yeah, getting yeah, up because yeah, yeah. shit mm-hmm. is real, right? Yeah. You know, entrepreneurship mm-hmm. is just like any illegal activity. Only thing is it's or legal activity, only thing is it's illegal. Yeah. Um I had a conversation with a white gentleman. He owns plenty of properties on Goddard Street. Mm-hmm. And he's seen the Frank magazine. They did an article about me. Now, you know when Frank gets you, you're not doing something. And he said, I'm going to tell you something to you. You ain't the only one. Yeah. They're just putting it out there because you're a minority. Uh-huh. You're a black woman. You're yeah. voicing 
all yeah. these things. You're making strides. But there's all these white men who are doing what you're doing, yeah. tax evasion, everything else. Yeah. The most. And ain't getting a, sl- not yeah. even getting a slap on the wrist. Yeah. The biggest criminals. And I think, right. you know, that was one of the things, like, you know, early on in the smooth meal prep journey, mm-hmm. you know, we hid, we hid behind the brand mm-hmm. um, for two reasons. One, because we're black. And I think for me personally, it was like because I knew my past. And even though I wasn't, you know, ever really convicted of no major crimes, it was kind of known like in certain communities, like, knew, you yeah. know, what I was about. Yeah. And so we hid behind it a long time. And it wasn't until I started talking to like, you know, people, you know, white people yeah. that and, and, and when I was kind of we, we were working on this deal and I'm like, yo, like I got to be forthcoming with you. Like, mm-hmm. here's. Here's who I am behind, like, before. He's like, man, everybody got a story. Mm-hmm. We all you know got what it. I mean? And so when he said that to me, here it is, somebody that I look up to, you know, this this prominent white man, um, you know, big business in Nova Scotia. And he said that to me, and it kind of released a little bit off my chest. Like, you know what? I thought about it. Like, yeah, everybody got a story. Yeah. So here's mine. And, and when I started to own my story, and it's not to, like, rub it in people's face or, like, hey, I used to. No, it's, it's like, this is who I am. You know what I mean? I think once you own that, it allows you to progress a hell of a lot faster forward because you you're know, not stuck no more. This is what mm-hmm. I come from. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, sure. I was uh, little by little, like you said, when you first started following me on Facebook, and I just went back on Facebook that year, mm-hmm. and I I went off of it in two thousand and like seven, eight. Yeah, so I wasn't on it for years, and then I go back mm-hmm. on because I want to kind of slowly, like you know, show who I am because I had a great business. Mm-hmm. I only had one at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, now I have three and then I have an, uh, a non-for-profit I started mm-hmm. by myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think my hand was more forced because people were coming for me. Mm-hmm. There yeah. was females in, you know, my community and mainly just my community. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It was no other community. That's always how it It was my community that were coming for me yeah. and telling people things about me and sending emails to, yeah. you know, uh, uh, businesses and organizations that they think I was partnering with. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what I'm doing? Unfucking believable Oh, no. It, it, it happened. Yeah. I got, I know I got the receipts. I know. It, it makes was it, real. You know, you know what? It's like, you know, to to that point, I think, sorry to cut you off. No, but sorry. I think, I think to that point, I think, you know, essentially like when we've caused harm to people, mm-hmm. right? I think that's the natural like in order for us to elevate, it's almost mm-hmm. like we gotta clean this up. And a lot of times, like the people that we've done harm to on a community level, like they mad to see us go to them. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they're not ready. They, they don't, don't want to get cleaned up. They don't understand yeah. that forgiveness piece. They don't understand, like, you know what, man, this is who I was. Mm-hmm. If you wanna allow me to let's figure this out yeah. so let's I can do move it. forward. But let's I th- do it. I think it's 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 definitely potentially a harm piece, but like I think myself. I ain't done much harm to people, but you know we had people call the health boards on us, and it, you don't even you sometimes know, you don't even gotta do harm. Exactly, just, just being just, from just a shining mm-hmm. and doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't sit well with people. Yeah, that, that yeah. Co- that's harm. It they that, just yeah, for sure. they, it yeah, drives you, them nuts. When you start yeah. shining sun mm-hmm. in darkness, yeah, that causes harm to yeah. people that want to be in yeah. darkness. Yeah. It, it, you know misery I mean? loves company. Yeah. 100%. Um, so for me, I just literally said, I'm going to just take, you know, control of this narrative. Mm. And I posted my um, Halifax Chamber of Commerce nomination for Business Leader of the Year yes. next yes. to my mugshot. And I put mm. it on LinkedIn. Sick. Not Sick. Facebook, not Instagram. I put it on LinkedIn. Sick. The professional, you Sick. know what I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. platform. And wow. oh my God, CTV, That's Chronicle hot. Hero, Global, everybody was calling. And I did stories with all of them. And yeah. I let them know, this yeah. is who I am. So... At the end of the day, skeletons are going to come out. You can't hide them forever, especially when you're trying to scale who you are mm. and your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's powerful. Yeah, and I, I think you know a, a part of not only hiding it, freeing yourself, but I think 
the way you're able to connect with people. And we, we can tap into yeah, that. Absolutely. You know, the, I, I see, yeah, I've watched your, your page recently and you, the, the, the young women are on there pitching their businesses. And mm-hmm. I know some of them personally. Mm-hmm. And I think they're able to connect with you on a different level. They, they might not be able to connect with the, the businesswoman in Halifax yeah. Yeah. or yeah. the other person that's like so Scotia clean Bank. cut. You partnered with yeah. Scotiabank, correct? Yes. Like, we did. For them, for Scotia Bank to kind of host that platform mm-hmm. where black women are coming here and trying to sell or get information on their business, like Scotia Bank, the black woman from community level, yeah. there's there's no real connection. Gap. So they need that bridge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Someone that understands both. Well, they right? tried to partner for Black History Month, but I don't do partnerships straight, with Black History straight, Month. Straight, straight, straight. I intentionally say no. To I said all the of them. same yeah. shit. Yeah. I um come to me for March. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't come to me in February. Yeah. And they Facts. did. They were like, "We'll do whatever you want to do." Yeah. Because you know, I'm a Scotia Bank. All my business accounts are there. Mm-hmm. My savings, RRSPs, all that stuff is there. Mm-hmm. And I just don't see black people there. No. So I just no. woke up. I said, "Listen, I got to figure this." So I have a whole whack of you know black women going through my programs. Um, most black businesses, as you guys know, we don't get business bank accounts for our businesses. We do it out of our personal, mm-hmm. add another little, you know, account on the back end of it yep. and say, I have a business account, which you don't. No. Um, so I said, let me, you know, do it right mm. the first time. And I just reached out to Scotia Bank, and they were like, yeah, I got mm-hmm. like five different branches in Halifax. And um, the women that go through my programs, they're able to get a discount at business bank accounts for three months three months is free and after that it's discounted for a year nice so there's some perks nice how how, like i I don't know i don't know the questions the flow or whatever but you know kind of want to go back a bit you you talked about you know how you first got into business right with the the salon and then you talked about later on you were grinding selling papers the paper route to start your next business what were some of the things that you felt didn't work with your first business? Like, what are some of the reasons why you feel like that didn't work? I wasn't ready. Mm. Okay. Literally, you know, I have the business mindset. That's why I have three now. For me, it was, I just wasn't ready. Mm. I was doing it for the wrong reasons. I was doing it to, you know, get shout outs or to say I had a business. And right, right. It, it just wasn't what it was supposed yeah. to be. Yeah. Right, yeah. Okay, no, so, so no. yeah, you just, I wasn't ready. I was yeah. not ready. Right. It didn't and matter then, what the business was doing. Didn't matter. And I, I wasn't, wasn't even ready. in, like, I wasn't in it. I know you guys, mm. you know, you were in business. You're in it every day, mm-hmm. day in, day out, mm-hmm. night time. Mm-hmm. Like, you live, breathe, and eat this shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I was barely there. I would come in, go to the till, take the money from the day, yeah. and go shopping. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that, yeah, like yeah. what the hell? Yeah, you ain't going to work. Business. I ain't thought I was a bad bitch. Yeah, yeah. you were yeah. And business, now, yeah. there's times that my fiance will say, like, can you put the phone away while we're over dinner? Mm-hmm. We have one night a week together. Yeah. I am so engulfed in my businesses so that's why I know it's um, it's my time now. Right, right, that's right, right, right. So now you weren't ready then, and then what made you be ready when you start? What was your next business start? Top notch. You know, it was top notch. Well, okay. when I first started, it was called Before and After Cleaning Services. Okay, okay. And then that was like you know trialing out, going to people's doors. I was doing right. cleanings, five hour cleanings for like fifty bucks. You guys. Wow. Mm. That's ten dollars. Yeah, dollar mm-hmm. store supplies. I was just mm-hmm. going to people's houses in the Hydrostone, knocking on doors. We could like cleaning services. Mm-hmm. I was printing off um, flyers from the YMCA on Gardegen because mm-hmm. it was free. They would yeah. let me do it black and yeah. whites. Yeah, and I would go home and have me and my kids cut out the little flyers and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just built up from there. Um, and then I decided to change it in 2015 to top notch. So I rebranded. Okay. Change the uniform, change the logo, change, yeah. you know, my HR policies, the manuals, everything, training, everything was changed. Mm. Because at that point I knew, like, you know, my business is scaling. I have all these clients, I need to hire more people. And 
I had no choice. I had right. to change the look right. of it. Right. I want you to come back to to that beginning stage because I, I think it's a lot that we can pull there. Um, I think oftentimes, you know, as, as black people, as people want to get in the business in general, it's like I need to have everything great. I need to be this. I need to be that. And it's like, no, you just start wherever you're at. Mm. Absolutely. So, okay, fuck. I got dollar store products. Perfect. I don't got a frigging printer. Okay, cool. I'll print it at the YMCA. Yeah. Let me knock on your door. And I'll clean your house for fifty dollars. Yeah. And so, so give me a little bit more about your mindset there and what that was. I, I mean, I never had the money for it mm-hmm. to start a business, mm-hmm. which most black businesses don't. And I say this a lot to the women: yep. I don't care what you got, you work with what you have. Straight. Even though you don't have the proper supplies or the marketing and all this stuff, you have yourself. Mm-hmm. So whatever you can do, you just do it yep. and build up from there. Um, for me, I'm glad it went that way because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I appreciate Top Notch Cleaners. Top Notch Cleaners is my baby. Yeah. Um, it got me out of all that bullshit. Mm. It allowed me to be who I am today. So for me, if I would have got it easy, if someone would have gave me $250,000 to start, <laughs> I don't think I would appreciate <laughs> no, this sure, shit. This, sure. this, this yeah, is yeah, a passion yeah, of mine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm laughing because, you know, I resonate with that story. You know what I mean? Like early on when I first started my first business, well, my first business like as an adult, it was, you know, it was all kind of like I had money, right? Mm-hmm. And then when we started Smooth Meal Prep, like we tried to get money. We created the plan to go get the money first kind of thing, and we couldn't get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we had to really grind and bootstrap. And so one of the things I noticed internally was it made me appreciate the hell out of Smooth mm-hmm. Meal Prep mm-hmm. today rather than if somebody would have just kind of helped spring load us forward. So, like, yeah, like – when you were saying that, I was like, yeah, like it just forces your appreciation when you know that you created something yeah. from, from the nothing. bottom up. Yeah. Yeah. From nothing. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and earlier, there's, a, there's a business process called the lean startup process, mm-hmm. right? And I'm sure you obviously oh, know yeah. that, right? So, you know, to to build your business, if you just got $500,000 in the beginning. That's you, not building. You know what I'm saying? You're just going to be spending anywhere. And then a yeah. lot of times you're going to just waste some money. But when you got to build lean. And I think that's the advantage we have with coming from nothing. We got to build lean. So we start here and then we we gradually grow. And, and that gradual growth is why Top Notch can still exist nine years later. Nine years. Absolutely. I wouldn't even think. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't even think that, you know, everything I've been through in nine years that I would still be in business. Sure. Right. And right. then I didn't even think, you know, having a being able to expand Top Notch and scale it, mm-hmm. I was able to put money into another business. Right. And then to another business. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. I never had to get a loan. So to this day, I don't owe. Straight. Only thing I owe on is my mortgage in my house. Other than that, I don't owe anybody anything. Debt-free black Absolutely. business. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Amazing. Earlier, like when we were off screen, I heard you say something that really jumped out at me. The question was, how do you continue to go? How do you continue to like handle all of this shit? And you had a really unique answer. You can say it or I could repeat. It doesn't could, matter. I, yeah. I just don't want to be broke again. I don't right. want to have to go to food banks again. I don't want to have to choose if my kids get a snowsuit for Christmas mm. or get it when the snow actually starts. Right. I right. don't want to have to wait for the 20th check to drop in a bank account. Mm-hmm. And if it's late, I'm calling Revenue Canada, like nonstop with my money. Right. I don't want to do that ever yeah. again. That's yeah. what keeps me going. Yeah. Straight. Mm-hmm. Straight. Mm-hmm. That freedom. It you is. I mean, you're chasing your own freedom and having the control to be able to do whatever the shit you want to do literally yeah literally if i want to go away today i could go away today mm-hmm. i mean i can't cross borders in the states because mm-hmm. my criminal record yeah, welcome to the but club. if i have to if i want to go to jamaica dominica like if i could just go away yeah. if my 
kids said, Mom, we want to take the youngest one. She's yeah. 15 now, but we want to take her away because you can't go nowhere. Yeah. I would be able to say, okay, here's yeah. the money. It's I can on participate me. financially. Yeah, I mm. can't do it because I can't cross borders, but mm. my middle child, she can because yeah. mm. she's the perfect patty. Right, right. Here's the money to pay for you, your girlfriend, or sorry, her fiance now, mm-hmm. and my youngest. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. And I think, you know, a lot of times, too, like, I, I, it's the shield. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to take on all that bullshit to make it so that, you know, Here's a clean slate for you. You know what I mean? I think that's just the ultimate sacrifice as a parent, as a friend, as a what as an older brother. You know what I mean? It's like just creating that shield for people behind you so that they don't gotta experience some of the things that that we We had had to experience. You know what I mean? Exactly. Take in, you know, to to hear your your story with with, with top notch um, of knocking on doors, what would you to where you're at now, what would you kind of say your your keys were to to scaling that, to growing that? To and maybe you know first, just kind of tell us we're top notch as today. You know how how big you guys, how many you know whatever you can give us around Absolutely. around that, right? It was just my drive. Mm-hmm. It was literally I, I eat and breathe it to this day. Not as much as I did in the beginning, mm-hmm. but it was everything. Mm-hmm. I needed to be successful for the haters. Mm-hmm. I need to be successful for my family who says you don't leave a job because mm-hmm. you got kids and go start a business. That's, you know, irresponsible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I needed it to work and mm-hmm. I just kept going. And of course, my tenacity. So nothing really, you know, I can be put down for a day because yeah. I'm a human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But trust me, when I come back the next motherfucking morning, I got another idea. Straight. I use my struggles to innovate something else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, nine years. So post pandemic, I had 13 employees. Um, pandemic's over. Yeah, eleven came back. Uh, two quit uh, a month and a half ago, mm-hmm. and then I rehired two more. But then them two quit this morning. <laughs> so reality is, you know, and my daughter works for me, my my oldest one, yeah. and I fired her before too. But she's been with me for a few years now. She's good. Join the club yeah. there too. No, for real, it was really hard. Yeah, yeah. But kids in the business is tough. Yeah. It, it, it's tough. Yeah. But I want her to. I mean, she has her own business too. She has luxury chocolate bombs. Mm-hmm. Her and her fiance. But I want her to take over top notch. If anything happens to me, mm-hmm. I want her to know the ins and outs of this business mm-hmm. that she can take it further than what I can because yeah. her age category, they have a different way of doing things. Yeah. Right. Yep. She, I'm probably stuck in a mindset where it potentially stopped me from growing right. as far mm-hmm. as I could mm-hmm. because I'm, you know, 42. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. 23. She's young, though. She yeah, got some shit young. she can yeah. bring to the table. For sure. Mm-hmm. Big time. So, I mean, it was hard, but she's back. She's doing great. Love her to death. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And That's I mean, the business dope. itself is great. Uh, like I was saying earlier, I'm in a different tax bracket. Like, mm-hmm. that, Get you know. Getting to that bag. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. You go from, you know, delivering newspapers with dollar store supplies cleaning, going to food banks, Going to Parker Street, looking for furniture, going mm. to Parker Street, getting a school bag for your kids because you mm-hmm. can't get school mm-hmm. supplies, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. to being in a different tax bracket than most of the people I know. Right. Yeah. And that, that I think that's like, that's the American that's, dream. That's the freaking American <laughs> dream. It's so like, awesome. That's the like, dream. Yeah, it right? is, but it doesn't come easy. Hell you know, no. yeah, it's like seven no. days a week for me. I don't really get a lot of vacation time. I take one vacation a year. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. seen you balling out on the vacation. Once. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, one I've vacation a year. Yeah, and even then, up. I was still on, You're like, still working. doing yeah, programs yeah, yeah, yeah. from Jamaica. But, yeah. you know, I try to be kind to myself as much as possible. But mm-hmm. when you're an entrepreneur, you have to eat. You got to eat a lot of shit. You got to eat a lot of shit. And keep going. And yeah. just keep going. Nothing's yeah. going to stop, yeah. You guys mostly service residential. Well, when we started out, yeah, it yeah. was residential. Yeah. Now we do commercial. Nice. But what we're known for is our Airbnb. So Sick. the Airbnb 
is very lucrative when you're cleaning. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to say how much you can get because yeah. I don't want the clients yeah, to be like. Ah, right. um, so we do uh, we do 37 Airbnb properties. Wow. Nice. And um, most of them, well, 99% of them are one night minimums. Mm, right. So we're in these properties four or five times a week. Right, right, right. Like right, I make right, more right. during a tourist season mm-hmm. on that division. Do I do in a year mm-hmm. on residential? Right, right, right. And right. where where do those mostly come from? Is it? You know, people reaching out to you. Is yeah, I don't. Marketing? I don't advertise no more. Mm-hmm. I don't market at all. Like mm-hmm. you, you can't find. I mean, I do have a top-notch Facebook and Instagram, but yep. if you go on there, you'll see my last post was probably like four or five weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I don't post. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just referral basis now. Gotcha, gotcha. Good place to be. It is. That's it's how so you know the, the product is real. And then That's you get good clients that way. Oh yeah, the best. If you're just out there getting a one-off client, it's going to be problems. They're not going to pay you. No. But when you do referrals, it's from a friend or a family member of a client you've had for a long right. time. They're coming correct. They know what they're getting into. Yes. They know what they're getting into. And I think that speaks to, you know, the integrity of the business. Right? Absolutely. Like when, you know, when you when you show up, you handle your business, you go above and beyond for your client. Now the money's going to come mm-hmm. naturally because mm-hmm. people are going to tell other people. Nobody, Everybody loves when somebody does something good for them and they yeah, just absolutely. tell people. It's just shit. Like if I go eat at a nice food place, I'm going to hit them up like, yo, bro, you got to check yeah. this out. Every time. You know what I mean? Every time. Right. So this episode, like every episode of season two, is brought to you by the great folks at Tribe Network, Mm. specifically the Black Startup Project, a great project for black entrepreneurs to network, to get access to funding, to learn new skills, whether you're trying to scale your business, start your business, whatever place you're at in business, the Black Startup Project is a place for you. And it's needed, something that we haven't seen in a lot of years. If we had the Black Startup Project when we were coming through, we might have got to that million. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> start your engines. <laughs> start your engines. We're going. So check out the Black Startup Project, tribenetwork.ca, and uh, let's get to it. Yeah. So after Top Notch Cleaners, you, you started a couple of other businesses. Yeah, um, Lux Overnight. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so tell so, us about that. I couldn't help it. So mm-hmm. we were cleaning Airbnb. Serial entrepreneur happens to yes, the best of us. It happens. Yeah. I was cleaning Airbnbs for a long time. And they have to co-host me as a co-host. Gotcha. So I got to see the Airbnb platform. I've never used it back mm. then. I got to see how it worked. I got to figure out the customer service, the bookings, their nightly rates, how it changed tourist season, all that shit. Mm. And I'm like, they hired me in the clean. So how, why can't I do the same thing? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what I did, I reached out actually with Ron Lovett. I don't know if you guys know Ron, Ron Lovett. I just met with Ron yeah. yesterday. Ron's okay. Ron's my guy. So I, went out, I met with Ron because I've known him from high school and I was already cleaning his properties for mm-hmm, Peter Living, mm-hmm. my clean company was. Nice. And I said, listen, how you feel about, you know, me renting, you know, one, one spot from you, market rent, you just had to put parking included in right. hot water. And he's like, what are you going to do? I said, I want to do short-term rental, Airbnb. And that's how it started. Nice. He said, absolutely. Nice. And so do you, you don't actually own the properties? No, I don't own them. I, I have eight of them that are rented from landlords. Mm. And then I, they, I pay them. You, I don't go past 1200 a month. You're playing the yeah. game. If you're charging me more than 1200 not doing it. Yeah. But most of the property managers and landlords, they know me because we right. clean right. their apartments right. anyway. And it's no mess. Like, now nah, I don't got to deal with, like, the other shit. So no, a lot of I landlords. got insurance, yeah, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. My cleaners are in there all the time. So we get to see. Yeah. It's kept clean. There's mm-hmm. no parties. Yeah. Um, I love that business. Sick. Yeah, like me as an Sick. investor. Like, as a, <laughs> me as an Sick. investor, like, you know, if... If I'm about to like look at like putting one of my properties out to the public mm-hmm. and I gotta take in all these applications, I probably gotta go through a realtor and all this different stuff. I'm looking for like the 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 lowest risk. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like I want someone that's not gonna beat up my place, someone I don't gotta chase down for money and all that shit. But if like an existing relationship already 
exists. Yeah. yeah. And I already know, like, you know, this person's been on time. They don't run. They da, 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 yeah. blah, 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 blah. I'll, I'll take a pay cut. You know what I mean? To deal with that person, I don't really care what they go do with it because I'm dealing with them. I'm not dealing with Tom, all of Dick, that and mess. Harry. You know what and I that's mean? what Ron said because Ron had hired me in uh, Entrepreneur. Yeah. He had, consul- had hired me in to consult with him on two of his uh, bad properties. I won't say what they were. Mm-hmm. They were in Dartmouth, though. Mm-hmm. He said, we I know make you make some f- assumptions. Yeah, he said, I don't, you know, <laughs> you don't fuck around. I need you to clean these places out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll give you this. If it takes six months, I just need you to clean it out. Clean you it bit out. people, get them out, get right. new ones in. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. that was a really lucrative deal, too. Mm-hmm. And I did that. So once I did that for him, he was like, okay, she's about business. She's about right. shit. And right. it works. So if I'm paying $1,200, I'll do a little bit of math for people so they can take mm-hmm. an assumption. Yeah. $1,200 a month, you know, I got a power bill every two months, whatever, 100 bucks, 112 You have your Wi-Fi, fully furnished unit. You know, mm-hmm. usually I have a washer and dryer in there. But I usually charge, like, if it's a one-bedroom, I'll charge one ninety nine a night in the tourist nice. season. And is that on Airbnb? Days. You yeah. doing on Airbnb? Sick. So, and then the cleaning, guess who does the cleaning? Yeah. You my do company. My company. So that money for the cleaning fee goes right yeah. back into yeah. my cleaning I'm company. I'm double dipping. I'm mm-hmm. eating the, mm-hmm. uh, all around. You got to call cleaners. Absolutely. Here. Yeah. Go, so go it was probably the best decision, but I did it based on me watching how much money they were bringing in so, off of being a co-host. Yeah. Mm. And I'm like, I could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me reach out to landlords. And, and that's major. And, you know, I think that's the, the beauty of entrepreneurship and, and serial entrepreneurship. I, I watched a funny, cool video on, on TikTok the other day. This lady, she lives in, like, North Dakota, whatever. She started with um, selling dresses, mm-hmm. right, from selling dresses. She, so many people were coming to sell dresses, so she had a property. She turned it into a wedding booking place. Mm. Then she had a wedding booking place. From there, she um, she started a real estate company. So yeah. after you yeah. booked your wedding with me, then I'm going to sell you a house sell for you and your house. husband. Yeah. Then I'm going to sell. She has a painting company. Yeah. So I'm going to sell you the paintings for your house. Then after that, I'm going to send you to my husband's office for divorce. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, so it was yeah. literally it was a cool video on yeah. the street, and she just had six different businesses that connected. So you know that really it resonated, does, and, and the money just keeps coming. It just right keeps back, flowing. Right back, yeah. right like, back. like for us, one customer is worth. Four or five hundred bucks, mm-hmm. but like, if we were, I don't know, selling them something else that's connected to the, like, if we were their personal trainer, yep. that one customer now they're worth five hundred plus twelve hundred. Yep. You know what I mean? So you take in one customer and you just eating three, four Straight. times off them. Absolutely, you know? and it's like I said, it's the power of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. You can't help if you're a true entrepreneur. You really can't help it. Your brain does yeah. not yeah. Don't stop. stop. And don't stop, man. And, you know, Coco Plus, you mentioned that earlier, but I sold that. Mm-hmm. I sold okay. the business name to somebody else. I had it for three years, built it up. Um, she got the clientele, all my contacts for my suppliers, all that stuff. And what, what was that business? It was plus-size clothing. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And gotcha. it wasn't just gotcha. plus-size clothing. It was clothing that I wear. So anybody who's watching this already knows me, mm-hmm. and I know I don't wear traditional shit. Yeah, if it fits me, right. I'm putting it on because of fuck. <laughs> so with stuff like that, and, and the majority of my clientele and customers were in England and the U.S. Gotcha. Because gotcha. they're out there. They don't care, right? Yep. They're going to wear whatever. Yep. Um, but I wasn't happy with it. So I took that money. And I found a supplier in uh, England, and I started a company called Lips and Lashes. Wow. So that company um, was primarily going to be, and you learn, you mm-hmm. learn quick. Yeah, yeah, it was going yeah. to be a lipstick and lash company. I love lipstick. I love bright colors. I don't mm-hmm. believe that black women have to do reds and golds all the time. All the time. Mm-hmm. They can yeah. do anything. For sure. But I made a huge mistake, and I realized it like three months in. I had vegan lipstick, and my lashes were mink. Mm. How the fuck? You can't do that. Right, you, right, got a, right. you got a vegan company with mink lashes. Right. So what I did, my youngest daughter, she wanted to start a business. Yeah. She wears lashes. She's always buying from other businesses locally. 
and costing me a grip. Mm. So I said, what do you think about a lash company? You want to start one? And she was like, yeah. I said, well, instead of buying your iPad, Jordans, and mm-hmm. iPhones for mm-hmm. Christmas, this was two years ago, I will invest a business mm-hmm. for you. Right. So I literally transferred over, got her business register, gave her the lashes. I had to change the boxes and, yeah. you know, the... the um, promotion of it, marking everything because she didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And now she has her own business called Lash Game. Nice. And she's 15. Amazing. And she brings in about $3,500 a month Jesus. from lashes. Oh, yeah, that girl goes to school with her in a school bag and comes back with cash. Hustler. Hey. Hustler. The grind don't She get it from them. The apple like, don't fall far from the tree. Girl, you, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. got no overhead, though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, straight. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. might have to start paying a little yeah. bit of bills. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I just yeah, 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 she yeah, was sure. ordering from, she found her own supplier on Alibaba because nice. she wanted to do it herself. She said, I don't want to go through you no more, Mom. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking about actually, you know, going to that supplier, mm-hmm. buying in bulk, yeah. spending, you know, five, ten grand. Yeah. And then you can buy from me. Nice. And yeah. other girls in the city who are sound yeah, lashes, you can come to me as your supplier. You just yeah. play the you just play the game. And once you know once you know, you like, know it, the yeah. format of business, it's the same shit. And that's why mm-hmm. I think, you know, not to go backwards, but like that's what I think the streets taught me so much. Oh, like, absolutely. I learned so much in the streets, like about just levels and, and where the kind of price points at are different levels. It's like, all right, cool, like and taking out the middleman and becoming the middleman, mm-hmm. all those different things. You just see the game. It like become simplified. So yeah. now whatever you're dealing lashes, cleaning, real estate. Whatever it is, you cut it the middle don't matter. It, it's just it just becomes so clear to you. Mm-hmm. Or I, or I become the middle middleman. Mm-hmm. Oh I don't mind Which, that. Whichever mm-hmm. way, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, whichever exactly. way I'll it take is. That right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think like just translating those skills. The life on the streets, you know, um, God rest his soul, you know, Buzz, we were together for twenty years. So mm-hmm. Buzzy didn't get to be where he was before he died mm-hmm. with saying I'm taking weekends off mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and no, I'm going to bed. Sure. Like Buzzy was in this 24 7. No, and I watched him and, you know, we lived it. Mm-hmm. So I understood that hustle of he was so hungry that he ended up being on the top mm-hmm. um, and it didn't come easy. So I, you know, for me, I have to emulate that too. Yeah. 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 No, he for started sure. with literally nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With a with a baby, he was fifteen. And I was fourteen. Wow. We had a kid, and we couldn't get diapers. That's what started him. Mm-hmm. And if he was alive, he would tell you the story. Yeah, I went like my grandmother was away on a AUBA mission. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I had A-U-B-A. no money. Yeah, yeah. grandmother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Evelina was real about that. <laughs> yeah. She was away, and uh, end of the month checks weren't coming out for three days. Mm. I took the money and spent it on black tournament. <laughs> That'll get I'm gonna you. be real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not the first. You won't be the last. Yeah. Yeah. And I called Buzz and I asked him like, "Oh, Shaquani's diapers." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was like, "Fuck, I ain't got no money." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he that week he said, "I'll never breathe them words out my mouth yeah, ever again. again. I can't provide for my yeah. child." Sure. Yeah. You know. You know. I like shout out to him. You know, one of my favorite people across the bridge. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, just not that like the bridge matter, but like. You know, I just grown a respect for him over the years, and so you know, his death impacted me. Oh yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah. impacted a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, I tell your son all the time. You know, like just hit him up randomly, just because he would watch out for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so now you know, it's time. Yeah, like you know, him. I just yeah. hit him up, just check mm-hmm. on him, see how he's doing. You know what I mean? I mean, he is my twin, even though people say he looks like Buzz, but I yeah. think he looks a lot like me yeah. too. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. See, that's I what I'm talking so about. Sure. Um, you know, so you're this started from the bottom serial entrepreneur. Breaking chains, breaking doors down, finding deals where there ain't none. But I think one of the, from my mm-hmm. lens again, one of the greatest accomplishments um, that you've done is starting Black Women in Excellence. Absolutely, you know what I mean. Like Absolutely. one of the things that, like, you you know, you're 
here I am going forward. I'm, I'm chasing this thing. I'm grabbing it for myself, Absolutely. grinding for myself, super busy for yeah. myself. Yeah. And still found finding time. Yeah. To pull some other mm-hmm. black women mm-hmm. right along behind me. Let's do mm-hmm. it. With you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and I think, you know, it's, it's super cool because, you know, Navelle mentioned earlier, like there's some women that I know that before black women in excellence, they didn't have the confidence to do what they want to, to do. To do what mm-hmm. they do mm-hmm. after black women in excellence. Yeah. The and confidence, like, the know-how. The, yeah. And some yeah. of the women come out and people are like, I never knew you had a business. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah, I have one. But it just, yeah. it took them to build that confidence to say I am a business owner. Yeah. yeah. You you are a business owner. Yeah. Straight, you say it. Straight. Yeah. You give them. You give them. You know, because you're you're very loud on I social am. media. Like, I am. You know what I mean? Like in general too. Real mm-hmm. shit. Sometimes mm-hmm. I watch the video. I be like, got to turn this shit down. <laughs> man, and I look at the time. I be like, man, she talking for six minutes. You know what I mean? But like, I, I I've learned to appreciate it because I see what you're really doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I actually see as you're being intentional. Like you know, I'm gonna take the bulk of the. I'm gonna take the buck on a mess. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell the world about us. But here, oh, here here's you get who's it. behind you us. Get you know it. what I mean? This like, is exactly. Yeah. No, I pay attention. Like I mm-hmm. always I look at shit in layers, you know what I mean? So like I I'll see what's going on and and you know, so I, I I've grown to really appreciate it because I, I get what you're doing. Thank you. Know you. What I mean? yeah. A and lot of people don't, they just think I'm doing it. And, you know, for me, when I started this organization, um, I started because I went to a Taken Black Audigen event. Gotcha. The summer of 2020, that yeah. August. Yeah. And the majority of the women, um, majority of the vendors, sorry, were mm-hmm. women. Mm-hmm. So I just couldn't help it. I went around asking, like, a couple of them I knew. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, when did you start your business? I'm sorry, oh, I'm yeah. just doing a little side hustle because mm-hmm. of COVID. Mm-hmm. And then my mind would go into it again. Mm-hmm. So do you want us to be a side hustle you're looking to do a business? Right. And they were like, well, how am I starting a business? I got no money, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then I went home and I called my fiance. I said, I want to do something. Yeah. He was like, not again. Like, yeah. we already have so much on the go. <laughs> yeah, like, there's yeah, no yeah, way we're yeah, doing another yeah. business. Yeah. I was like, no, no, no. I just, I want to build a support group. Mm-hmm. That's how it was supposed to start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just yeah. a couple of girls venting and going picture. on. Yeah. And it didn't. It mm-hmm. went from there to a non-for-profit. And then we were like, well, we don't got the money. to Like, no one's going to fund us because right. we're a new organization. Yeah. So I said to him, I just want to go into savings and... Mm take money out and mm-hmm, so I, mm-hmm. my top notch cleaners funded nice uh, black women in excellence right up until maybe March 30th mm-hmm. of this year wow we finally amazing. first started getting funding it wow. amazing wow. amazing wow that's huge and, and you know I, I think when shit come from somewhere mm-hmm. you know what I mean like when it come from a place of like essentially purity yeah. you know what I mean like like it's coming from my heart I went to a, a, a vendor's market and I seen all women but they only consider themselves side as side hustles or vendors. They're yeah. not seeing, mm-hmm. like, there's a business here. Like, you don't only have to do this at the market. You yeah, know what absolutely. I mean? Like, you could do this shit. The, the internet, the world wide web exists. Like, mm-hmm. you could do this every day, 24 hours a day. Right. And so you're seeing that. And, you know, like, a lot of times, like, most great things start from, you know, I seen something that I didn't like. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know <laughs> that this could be better. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think, you know, that's why I think black women in excellence is growing at such a fast pace. like Huge. Yeah. I wasn't even prepared for it, to be quite honest. Sure, I was like, sure. what? It's amazing that yeah. people are actually getting it now. Yeah. Um, I have people, you know, I see now that would have never want to be considered an associative mind mm-hmm. based on who I used to be, mm-hmm. and now will stand beside me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they see what I'm trying to do, and you can only say sorry so much where people are not going to accept it or they are. But if you're intentional about change, then they can they can see it. They can yeah. see what I'm all here mm-hmm. doing. Yeah. And I will take the brunt of it, like you said, to put things out there for the community at large to say, like, enough's a fuck enough. Yeah. yeah. 
Like, you know what I mean? So I do take a brunt of stuff. I have people all the time saying to me, are you even black? Mm -hmm. Random people will (laughs) message me, are you even black? Because I don't know no black girl that has green eyes. Right, right, right. I'm like, oh my God. And Mm -hmm. then I go on my little rants. Well, you know, your people rape my people. I do that thing. But like, I take a lot of the brunts. Hold that one. I'm begging. I'm out there asking for money to make sure our programs can keep going. Um, Building partnerships. We just built, I can't even say who it is because, Mm -hmm. not because we're not allowed, I just don't want, you know, I hate no. to say it, my haters. Yeah, they, no, no. Every time I No, no, I you can't, you can't. Listen, I, I watched. Oh, my God. I, I seen this thing once mm-hmm. that said, you know, don't share your plans with people. Us, you know absolutely. What I mean? Just do it. By too the late. time it's, they'll, it's they'll hear it, they'll figure it out. Yeah, hear so about we, it, just, it we just got a partnership with a financial institution, and I made sure it was intentional, only to make sure that black women were able to access capital. Nice. Sick. Nice. And we just got the, we did the partnership a month ago, and I have two women um, one already got her money, and nice. the other one got her small business loan too. Right. And I'm just like, I see now on your birthday. Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah, mind. She birthday, called me. Yeah. She said, "Tia, they gave yeah. it to me. Nice. They Sick. gave me a letter, an offer letter. Yeah. Sweet. I was yeah. like, girl. Yeah. So that was my best birthday gift because I've been fighting for mm, the access mm-hmm. because we can't get capital. Right. As soon as we walk in to apply for it, they're looking at you. Man, no. we'd be stressing out trying listen. to get. Sometime, man, like you know, when we we like we got a pretty cool business. Mm-hmm. We've proven that we could do it again. Track records, uh, revenues. Yeah. We got everything you, you need know, to see, and it still get real difficult to access capital. And a lot of times, it's like we 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 go back and forth. Like man, like what are we not doing right? But when it's we not, peel not back we, a cur- when we peel to, back the curtain, you need to exactly. paint back them right. skins. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's what, that's what you need wrong. to peel back. Yeah. yeah. Right, like, yeah, I ain't, I ain't even trying to take this off. I don't want your money if I got to take it I, off. Exactly. I think that's one of the like the the biggest challenges. Like, and that's. Black business, period, yeah. but like specifically like black women, you know, if like to, to niche and, and focus, laser mm-hmm. focus in on that, I think, you know, it's real powerful stuff. Like, yeah. so here I am, I'm just a black woman, not just a black woman, I'm a black woman. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, I have this idea. a great idea, day to be a black woman. Right? I have this idea. I really, I don't know where to begin. Somebody tells me, hit up Tia Upshaw, Black Women in Excellence. What does that journey look like for them? I mean, it's a, it's a fun journey, but it's a lot. Um, so basically, once they reach out, I will set up a time to meet them on Zoom. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. like to see you face-to-face. Let's yeah. meet on Zoom. Let's, you know, shoot the shit so you get to know who I am. Because yeah. most of these people don't know me. Right. And if they do know me, they don't they only know of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. tell them what I do, what I'm about. Um, I tell them, like, and I'm not going to hold your hand. Yeah. I don't, I'm big on accountability. I don't give a fuck if you got a headache. Straight. You still got to show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm huge on that. So once they do that and then they tell me exactly what their needs are, then I kind of look and see, okay, should they go into a scale program or if they go into a startup program, is my one the best fit for them? Mm-hmm. Are they just in it to get the money? Are they really serious? Like, you know, all those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you got a business plan? Do you got a marketing plan? Do you got a financial projections? I want to see. And if you don't, then you have to do this startup. Right. Sure. And then I registered them into a startup and they do that for 16 weeks and then um, they complete a, a 27 page business plan, mm-hmm. um, financial projections for three years. I detailed marketing plan, understand your market. And um, then I move them on to a mentor for six more weeks in okay. their field. Nice. And it's usually nine times out of ten, it's a black woman. Yeah. Um, and then from there, if you're successful, then you get, you know, an introduction email between yourself and the bank. Okay. This person, because the, the bank won't approve if we don't get the okay from yeah. Tia. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right, right. Did they right, do good? Right, Did they right. show up? Did they yeah. attend? Yeah. Right. Is their business plans great? Like, let's see them. Nice. Mm-hmm. And then that's usually the so process. So you kind of like... I'm taking you in as his baby, mm-hmm. and I'm going to teach you how to walk. Then I'm going to teach you how to run. Then I'm going to teach you how to tie your shoes, drive a bike. I'm going to do all of these things. And then after that, 
then I'm going to have somebody hold your hand as you go out into the world on your own in the business. And then after that, now I'm going to give you that key introduction. Yeah. And to, let me see what you do with that. Right. Yeah. Right. I can only hope and pray. Right. That's back <laughs> up a black woman yeah. accent. Yeah. Real Thanks. That's, That's back it up, man. Because, I mean, sure. you know, when I hear that, it's one, it's so crucial. It's mm-hmm. it's needed. We got some organizations that are supposed to be doing this shit. They're not doing it. We oh, that's why we there was a market niche. There was a gap for huge, me to come in. Huge gap. And they feel right? like I'm a threat. And I, I've tried to partner with some of these organizations. They won't even respond back to me. Yeah. But I'm like, you can catch more you flies with in, honey than yeah, shit. Exactly. Like, I, I see, you know what, what? One of the things that really, like, I, I started paying attention. and re- Not not that I, because there was, there was phases. Like I said, I, I see shit on a, a really, I see shit in layers. But one of the things that I noticed was I'll see you at places. Mm-hmm. I'll see you at other organizations. <laughs> I do it because mm-hmm. I reach out to the women. Right? I see and, black and, women. And a lot yeah. of times mm-hmm. it's like shit that like, you know, you're kind of already, you're doing what they're doing, they're but doing. you still go. Yeah. And it's support, you'll right? post, mm-hmm. you'll post that you're there, you'll be in the pictures. And I think, you know, that's when I really start to say, like, you know what? Like, it's for real. Yeah. Like, it's for real. Like, it ain't and just. And I retire people, trust me. Right. The last thing I want to do is go to a networking event after I dealt with fuckery all day with my, yeah, my company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I will go home and I will get shower and clean up and I will attend because nine times a ten, I usually get an invite. And if I yeah. don't, I just hear about it last minute. I'm like, you know what? Let me just go. Powers yeah. in numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We do mm-hmm. a dinner every three weeks, a collective amount of black women. We meet up at a different restaurant every three weeks, and it's called Power in Numbers. Nice. And it keeps growing. Every three Sick. weeks, we get more women who just keep showing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. That was huge. No, I think I think that's, you do something long enough, man, like it's going to catch on. Yeah. Well, it you has no I mean? choice. Yeah. And I even my 16-week startup, the ladies will tell you, T be putting out her personal shit because I was audited in <laughs> 2015. Right, right. I didn't know about the threshold. Mm, so right, when you right. get excited, you register your business. Mm. I call CRA, get my business number. Well, I didn't know I had to remit zero. Mm, if right, I was, right, I just right, didn't right, remit right, anything. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Then they audited me, kept my 20 check, all that shit. So now I tell the women, like, this is the steps. Yeah. yeah. Don't go yeah. jump get your BN number. Until you make thirty thousand yeah. dollars, um, because if you do, you have to remit exactly yeah. immediately. immediately. Immediately, they ain't, yeah. they ain't playing around. Playing. Tax man, they, they, they ain't not playing. Everyone around. you talk to, they, they say the number joke. one person you don't want to play with is CRA. Do not play with them. They yeah. hold and like if you got and I say CRA, to a lot of we women, ain't playing with you. No, we we not playing. And with we the we don't want no beef. We don't want no beef. No beef. But I tell the women, if you got kids, you don't want them. They will hold your child tax benefit. Sure, they will hold it. They don't care. I got I got just one more question there, and then we're gonna go into a little rapid fire of just game for the for the folks. You gave us your why for you know starting your businesses. Uh, you don't want to go back broke. What's the why behind reaching back? You you, you could do you can mm. put all your energy to growing your business. You could go start another business. We see a lot of people they just do their own thing. Mm-hmm. What's the why to say no? There's other there's black women that need me that um, I have some crucial work. And let me pull them along. What, what, where does that come from? I never had it. Mm. Um, I wish there was a me back then. And not even just business, as a mentor in general Straight, to look yeah. up to in my community. Mm-hmm. You know, there was people in my community that had businesses, but they didn't look back mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to take us along. Mm-hmm. And um, I have two daughters. So, you know, I want to make sure that they have successful businesses. Mm-hmm. But mainly it's because I really wish there was someone like me mm-hmm. when I was going through all my shit. Mm-hmm. So but you're not I just do. doing it for your kids. You're doing no, it for, just for other all, black yeah, women. Yeah, all black women. Because we're, especially the ones, and there's a couple, and I wouldn't even say their names, there's yeah. a couple that uh, remind me so much of me. Right. 
Um, we have one right now, you know, she's waiting on a sentencing. Mm-hmm. And people don't understand when you're when you're going through a sentencing, you're already you're already doing your sentence the minute right. you get charged. Right. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as they start talking table of two years, you mm-hmm. start your sentence in your mind. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't want to elevate. You don't want to go to school. You don't want to do anything because you already know you're going yeah, to jail. Going. Even though you may not. But yeah. you start your sentence as soon as mm-hmm. they start talking about sending you away. Mm-hmm. So she's going through that process. And um, I said to her, like, if I can go to court for you, if I can, you know, anything I can do, um, I'll do it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if you go to jail, she's right back at fucking square one. Mm-hmm. Right. And that was me. You know, I did, God probably about 10 different weekends, ankle bracelet. I was in jail for six months, eight months, 12 months. And you have to start back over every single time. Mm. And she's come so far where I'm just like, fuck, just give her a chance somewhere. Right. So it's all about right. like just giving chances. And I just, I have a special place in my heart for black women who are going mm-hmm. through some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's, that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm trying to help people who are going through some shit. And even if, if you're not going through some shit, great, we're going to get out the gate faster. Yeah. But if you're going through some shit, I want to make sure that I could be that person to help you eliminate a lot of those hurdles that I went through. You know what I mean? A lot of those mistakes that I made. And I think, you know, that's what makes your movement so mm-hmm. powerful is you come from some shit, you've been through some shit. I can talk on that shit. And you're sure. going to higher places you're already there you're in a different tax bracket there's levels yes, to this shit yes there is and, right. and so you know like we don't get a lot of people that been through the trenches who make it out mm-hmm. who come and then back. go back and, and pull back you know what I mean like we don't we don't we don't get a lot of people mm-hmm. like it's hard it's hard as it fuck is. to go back you're a diamond you know what I mean you're a diamond it's really hard to go right? back but you yeah. have to because you know we all need someone yeah. mm-hmm. and I mean you know I have mentors now but like where were you at right so, yeah. you know, for me, if I can help one sister yeah. get out of chasing her baby day, looking for money, yeah. um, scamming the system, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you know, taking from Peter to pay Paul. If I can mm-hmm. help one woman, you know, elevate her household to feel more confident as a single mom yeah. and be able to give your kids the best version of you. Because when you're broke and you're struggling, you are snappy, you're hateful. Straight. You cannot be a productive mother. Mm. There's no way I've been there. Mm-hmm. So my kids, my two olds will tell you, like... You're you're not who you're supposed to be to your kids, mm-hmm. but if I can help you maneuver through that, yeah, I'm doing that's it. Huge. Yeah, that's, that's huge. big. That's a game changer. That's big, man. That's, that's big. Tia Upshaw. Tia Upshaw. We got a few, couple little rappers, and you you can throw some in there as well. First, I got what's the number one thing the bank's looking for when you're going to get a loan? Your business plan. Mm. That's the first thing. That where's your business plan? Mm-hmm. And then they ask for your financial projections. Once your business plan looks good, then mm-hmm. they go to the next step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not just your business plan. That summary objective is what they read. If that summary objective is not fire, it goes to a different pile. So no business plan, no moolah from the There's bank. No, and sure. people don't understand that. They get mad with me. Um, I've had banks do guest speaking with mm-hmm. the women on my cohorts. And then I'll have to say, can you say that again? Because the women in the back didn't hear yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, Because they gave me a hard time through the 16 weeks on these business plans. Yeah. And now they'll come back two years later yeah. From the first group, girl, you were so right. Yeah. No one's checking me until I send them a business plan. And financial projections. Yeah. You need the yeah. three years. Yeah. 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 That, that and two, it has to be aggressive. Two. It cannot be you're playing safe or you're just putting numbers in. Go for it. You have to be aggressive because if you're going from $120,000 first year and you're putting 135 a second, yeah. where's the growth? Exactly. Right, right, right. Where is the growth? What are, yeah. we, what are we funding here? Yeah, yeah. What are, you're yeah. not going to be able to pay us back. No, yeah. exactly. No, exactly. no. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> they want their money. Straight. Put it in there. Fire. Um, dealing with taxes and CRA, 
give us some tips. What's 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 your tips? What's your file on time when it comes to remittances and payroll? Mm-hmm. If you have employees, if you don't file on time for your remittances, um, ensure that you're not even if you get to twenty five, twenty thousand, mm-hmm. just get that BN number because if you know your business is scaling so quickly. Yeah. You're going to need that number soon. So gotcha. just get it. And then if you're not making the 30 yet, file zero. Mm-hmm. Zero, nil, nil, just file. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if you don't have the money for your remittances, file anyways. Mm-hmm. There is an interest. I believe it's like $100 on every thousand. Yeah. So if you don't file and put your number, correct number, then they're going to interest you on this. Yeah. So if you owe five grand, that's $500 on top of the five grand you got to remit. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and just don't play with CRA. Make sure... You're open and honest. If you can't pay, they'll set up a payment plan. Um, you do not want to get audited. Mm-hmm. And especially for the ones who don't have a bookkeeper or an accountant, I do have one now. She's great. But the ones that don't, you have to prove what exactly is mm-hmm. your revenue and what was not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Question. What would today to you tell 21 to you? You ain't a bad bitch. Yeah, I was not. I didn't know shit. Um but I would definitely say, girl, like life's going to be hard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's going to be hard, but you're built for it. Straight. You're built Straight. for it. What would you say to a black woman who is thinking about starting a business? I would ask them, are you seriously wanting to start or are you doing it because it's an in thing and people make it look sexy on the Internet? Mm. That's my first question. Everybody yeah. makes entrepreneurship look so sexy now. Sure yeah. do. And if they're like, no, I really am. Here's my idea. Like, yeah. what do you think? Absolutely, let's do it, but nice. it's not going to be easy. Entrepreneurship, but it's going to be worth it. Entrepreneurship is not sexy. It's it not got, for the weak either. It got all kind of unsexy stuff. If you're coming into entrepreneurship <laughs> thinking it's going to be sweet and cool yeah. and da-da-da-da-da, no, you know, it, freedom and all this shit you no, think? No, It's it almost, for me, It's I was saying this to another lady the other day. Um, she wasn't in my program. She was at the bank, and we were just talking about entrepreneurship and mm. what bugs me in our community. We're so used to being flashy, yeah. and we have to show it on the internet. And then when I see women who have these businesses, I'm just like, there's no way you're able. Your revenue stream is not strong enough for you to be out every week no. at a restaurant. Yeah. You're getting your hair, your nails, your eyelashes done. Um, the most. I, it drives me nuts because you need to be putting that money back, back in your business. business. But who am I to say and call someone else who I won't, mm-hmm. but it just grinds my gears. I'm mm-hmm. like, girl, you're doing it wrong. Um, you know, I purchased, I was telling you, I purchased myself a bag yeah. for my birthday and it was like over taxes. It was $700. Mm-hmm. That's my first big purchase yeah. for, for me to look a certain way. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. I have five vehicles, yes, but they're mm-hmm. Honda Civics 2010. Like, yeah. I, you know, I have a home. It's a three-bedroom townhouse in Cowie yeah. Hill. Yeah. I got it for 200000 now. And right. right now, they're going for three ten. Right. So, you yeah. know, people look at you make money, you're supposed to show it and showboat. Mm-hmm. Reality is, if you looked at me or came to my host, you wouldn't know what I have in my bank account. Right, no. right. So what you were saying is, you know, 21 Tia wasn't a bad bitch. Oh. But... I am now. 42 to you. Yeah. And I'm proud it's, to say it real. now. Because yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's different real levels. It's different boss. levels. Sorry. Boss. A rich bad bitch. Oh, yes. You know what I'm rich saying? Bitch. Yeah. Rich what bitch. was that off of? Oh, housewives. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And in, in, in the in the 
the most respectable way to yeah. Yeah. a lot of these exactly. people, man. Calm people. That's why I, I had I had to do this one. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Oh but, no, I don't. I, no, I, I know I don't you. I know take, you ain't tripping. It's but, street. Yeah. I'm yeah. so used yeah. to that. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. even bother me. Bad yeah, bitches language. Bad yeah. bitches and real niggas. Yeah. yeah. That's it, how come, we do. it comes around. Yeah. For one of my cohorts is called Black Business Baddies. And I know, like, for funding, they were just like, "Is this a spelling error?" When I sent it in, I was like, "No, they're Black Business Baddies. We're baddies in our own truth, right?" And they were like, "Oh, okay." All right. yeah. I can call it what I want. <laughs> Throw that culture on them. Yeah, you know what I mean, I think exactly. that that that's the thing too. Like one of our our biggest, I guess, goals is to just have more people that look like us in the spaces, so mm-hmm. that you know when we we out there in the world, you know, like frig, we we popping bottles, like mm-hmm. we doing shit. How like you know we do a lot we're of living how niggas we, live. Yeah, we right, but no, we but we're doing it off the backs of businesses, and I think you know because in the business world we're eliminating like you know my nephew, I picked him up from the airport. And, you know, he was just saying, like, he just want to go in a new direction. Like, I, I just, I want this great life, mm-hmm. and I want to, like, I want to chase it. And I'm like, well, what's a bad life? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and we started talking or whatever, and, like, he started identifying some things that, like, when I look 10, 15 years ago, like, he he gets it. Because he's seeing mm-hmm. the, the yesterday life yeah. is bad, but yeah. now life as good. So, like... In order to do that, though, we gotta make this shit look cool. Exactly. We gotta, we gotta stay cool mm-hmm. while we do. Mm-hmm. We gotta stay yeah. fly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But we, gotta, we, we gotta, knocking this we shit come down, with the right? Fly purse. Yeah. 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 Video call me at seven o'clock tonight, though. You be like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Like I just yeah. seen you like four hours ago. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know, you you show up when you have to show up. Yeah. Right. And Straight. you look a certain way when you have to. I read rooms very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I do intentionally show up in places you normally would not see a black woman. Mm-hmm. Um. It is very uncomfortable for yeah. me. It is. Um, you know, I'm on a lot like of myself. committees now. Yeah. And someone said to me the other day, why would you be on the, um, the chamber the chamber yeah. of commerce in the valley? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Why Congratulations, not? too. Thank I've seen you. that. Huge. That's a big step. Huge. No black people was ever on that yeah. chamber. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. But them are the I, ones you're going to go in and yeah. really, sure. yeah, what's up? Yeah, we here. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm very vocal. So yeah. the same way I speak to you guys, the same way I don't change up who I am. I'm respectable. But if it has to be fucking said, it has to be said. If it has to be fucking said, T, you're going to fucking say it. No. I had a lady ask me, I can't tell you who she is, so I can't say her name, to be on her podcast. And I was like, you know, it'd be great because. You know, she's on my social media. Yeah. And I said, but your viewer is not ready for me, so yeah, I'm going to yeah. kindly decline. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't align with what I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm right. not going to come on and pretend. Yeah. No, no. And she was like, I can respect that. But if you change your mind, I said, I won't. Yeah. But thanks. <laughs> thanks yeah. anyway. Yeah. Maybe you change your I podcast, won't. but right now. No, your viewers, is. your listeners do not want to, they're not ready for this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. And you make the, the great point of breaking those barriers down and, and, and being visible, I think is huge. One of my, my little homies hit me up the other day. He texted me. He said, "Hey, are you the richest guy in Halifax?" <laughs> I said, "I said, LOL, no, bro, not yet." He said, "Oh, okay. Well, I was telling all the, everyone in school you were the richest guy in Halifax." I'm like, I'm "Oh, not. thanks. I'll okay. take that. Yeah, I'll take it, right? I'm not." Mm-hmm. But in his view, because he ain't never seen a a black guy with a business. It's yeah, weird right? today. You know it's saying? weird. Yeah, right. So he don't know anyone else that that has a business or, or whatever the case is, and might see success. He see might see me in Jamaica, whatever the case is. But you know. I appreciated that because it's like for me when I grew up, the richest niggas was pimps and drug dealers. Absolutely. Right? So that's where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Right. So for him to see that and okay, when he when it's come time for him to make decisions about how he's gonna make money, yeah, he's probably gonna 
follow this way. path, yeah. right? So mine were strippers. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I could not, I never had a body for it, yeah. but mine were the strippers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. made it look everything look so pretty. They had all kinds of money, mm-hmm. yeah. and now I want people to see like other black business women. Exactly. Right. When I'm at, I do a lot of guest speaking at um, the high schools and universities a lot of right. the times, and I keep it real there too. And I always yeah. say them when they call me in. I'm not going to clean up how I speak. Right. So there's going to mm-hmm. be a lot of F-bombs and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. They're like, absolutely not a problem. But I'm so open with the kids because I want them to see that I'm a real person. Sure. And some of the kids be asking me like, well, what jail were you in? <laughs> or how long were you in jail? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, oh, so how many cars do you have? Are they nice Bentleys? And I'm yeah. like, it ain't about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you take the opportunity to educate a little yeah. bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. think that's that's just it, pulling the curtain back. Because, you know, Everybody already has their own truth, uh-huh. you know what I mean? And, and here's mine, and I think by delivering my truth and you know yours, if you can find some identifiers, yes. it'll help mm. you navigate, chase yeah. and go yeah. in a different yeah. direction. But if, if they only see business owners as these clean-cut, perfect family, uh-huh. they ain't been through no real-life shit, they'll never see themselves as being that, Straight. and then it keeps us limited in, mm-hmm. in, in the positions that we're in. So I think it's ultra-important you know, to just, hey, this is who I am, right. and, Absolutely. and deal with it. This is huge. Yeah. Tia Upshaw, folks, let's give another, yeah. another round of applause, yeah. man. Yeah, much, much sure. appreciated for coming through. Um, real quick, maybe let them know where they can find you, what's next, mm-hmm. all of that, whatever you want to give them. Well, I don't know what's next because mm-hmm. I don't think I'm done. I won't be done anytime soon. No. But you can find us on our website at www.bwiecanada.com. Mm-hmm. All social media pages, handles. Um, you can even call 902-402-9158. Um, I have to say number 15 years. Mike so Jones. You can get it. You can just call up. Even <laughs> yeah. if you want to send a text and you're just curious about something. Yeah. Just just reach out and I can see what I can do. Yeah. yeah. That's dope. Much, That's much respect dope. for coming. You know, and just really appreciate it. It was great to hear your story. Like you said, watching from afar, I became a fan, but became an even bigger fan today. Yeah. Hearing the why. And, you know, uh, I'm just grateful that you exist and you you putting on for black women and and, and, and building. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're, we're happy to, to mend this relationship and not mend yeah. it, to build this say, relationship. Uh, mend it? Yeah, well, I didn't know it was broken. Yeah, the, wrong, yeah. the wrong word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> build, to build this build relationship. It. Better black continue. women will create better yes. black people. Straight. Oh, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? That's right? what I'm like, talking I, about. I, I believe that I watched my grandmother mm-hmm. um, create my father, my mm-hmm. grandmother create mm-hmm. my mother, and they created us. And, mm-hmm. and, and and You're creating your daughters? Yeah. It you just know what I mean? Like going. black women yeah. are, the, are the foundation. That's where it starts. You know what I mean? 100%. Of, of black people. 100%. The black woman is the foundation. For generations, yeah. yeah, that's been the yeah. case. Yeah. Absolutely. So. My grandmother, same thing. She raised 13 kids plus me, mm-hmm. and, you know, she gave her whole life to, you know, Kamal Street Baptist Church, right. the hot lunch program, and... Mulgrave Park Food and Furniture Bank. Right up until she died two years ago, she yeah. was still volunteering yeah. at 90. Yeah. So that's yeah. where it comes from. That's, that's, yeah. I think that's, so. That's, that's, she, I'm that's a little bit old school. People are always yeah. like, my God, you and your sister are so different. I'm like, my mother raised mm. Summer and T-Bear, mm. but, you know, my grandmother Shout raised me. Shout out to me. Summer and T-Bear, Yeah, too, that's what's Shout up. Shout out to Summer yeah. and T-Bear, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Well, cool. this is it. Much, much appreciated again. As always, this is the wrap. Uh... Shout FL to sponsors, Smooth. bro. Oh, we're going to shout to sponsors, of course. <laughs> FL Smooth. You can find me on Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, Navel Provo, NS underscore Provo on Twitter, and my main man, 100 Grand. CB Valley everywhere. You know what I mean? Snapchat, 
Instagram, Facebook. I be on Facebook yeah, muting Facebook. people. I be muting people oh, on you're Facebook one of them. all the time. I mute man. people too for 30 days. Yeah, I'm like, I can't. Yeah, man. I give them the 30 day yeah, mute. Yeah, me too. You know I mean, I'll, I'll give you a chance to come, come back. back. Yeah. Come and back then back if you do it again, I'm just on following. Yeah, yeah. I'm unfriending you, you because go. I can't. Go. I don't got the courage to unfriend people. Oh, I do. You <laughs> had to do some real crazy <laughs> shit for me to unfriend you. This episode was brought to you by Tribe Network, the Black Startup Project. Once again, shout out to Tribe, man. You know. If you're not a black Alfred's woman, doing Alfred's no. doing his thing, man. For real, because right. I'm on his fellowship. Yeah, so, exactly. you know, exactly. um, he's, he's, he's doing his thing. Yeah, he's yeah. building. He's he building. needs people to start supporting and showing up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get out to the programs. Check out tribenetwork.ca. And yeah, some some major great shit happening for, for all black business owners as well over there. So shout out to Tribe. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Thank you. Boom. Gia Upshaw. You're welcome. As Thanks, always, guys. keep getting to the bag. Mm-hmm. I ain't a businessman, I'm a business, man. Now let me handle my business.